Well, hello and welcome to the This Awesome Life podcast. This is a collection of stories that point to purpose. My name is Brandon. I'm the host and I've got an awesome life. Having an awesome life is just about having purpose and pursuing that purpose with everything we've got. Ultimately, we know that that purpose comes from God and the way that he created us. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about what it looks like when our rhythms get disrupted. What do we do when the way that we typically connect with God and with our purpose gets shut down or temporarily closed even, to be quite literal? How do we respond in those moments? Are we still able to pursue him? Are we still able to connect with him in those ways? When, when our primary source of connection to God is, is cut off or removed, how do we continue pressing into him. We're going to talk about that today on the This Awesome Life podcast. So let's get ready to dive in, explore some stories, and celebrate this awesome life. Well, hey, everyone. Like I said, today we're going to talk about an interesting topic. How do we connect with God and how do we continue to lean into our purpose when those primary methods of connecting with him seem to fail us or uh, to, to get cut off. And what, what do I mean by that? I'll, I'll give you a, here's the story, right? Um, every morning I drop off my kids at school. And so we leave our house at 7.15 and I drop them off at school at about 7.45. It's a, it's a 30 minute drive. And in that time, um, in that drive time, we do a couple of things every morning. We talk about our highs and lows from the previous day. What was the best part of, of yesterday? Where did you see God show up? Where, where did you find joy and excitement in your day yesterday? And number two, what was the, the low? What was the low point of your day, the worst part? What hurt or what relationship uh, was, was damaged? And we talk about how we can fix that, the solutions that we can present if there are solutions. And sometimes things just hurt and we have to press through, right? There's not always a solution, not every not every low is something that we can just fix. And sometimes as a dad, that's hard for me. I want to fix the problems, but I have to understand that sometimes that's not possible. Uh, from there, we talk about prayer requests. We have we go around the car and everybody shares the one thing that they could use prayer for that day. Um, and then we rotate through who prays for those prayer requests. Sometimes my youngest, sometimes my oldest, sometimes it's me. Uh, and this is our daily routine. After that, we do... Um, the, the Bible verse of the day, we read it together, we talk about what it means, and then we listen to music together. Just a fun thing that we do um, as we finish up our ride to school. And now I love this time with my girls. It's time that I get to spend with them, and it's time that I get to invest in their faith, and it's time that I get to create conversations that matter and create moments of uh, of scripture engagement as well that will continue to go with them throughout. Now, a couple of weeks ago, my uh, youngest got sick. She had the flu and she was home for a couple of days. Now, on the one side of things, my oldest and I had an, uh, some time together alone, which is awesome. We did the same things. We got to continue to connect in that way. But my youngest did not because she wasn't in the car. A couple days later, the oldest got sick and the youngest was with me. Repeat the process. We had some great times together, me and my youngest daughter, uh, yet my oldest kind of missed out. And so when that happens, oftentimes uh, we can lose our routines. We can lose 
our commitment. You know, when we all got back in the car together uh, this morning for the first time at the time of this recording, we all got back in the car together and uh, we, we had to remind each other that this is what we do. We had to remind each other that this was a priority. And so that's part of it. That's what I mean. What happens when things get disrupted or get cut off? For me, on the flip side, uh, currently, it is uh, winter time, which is fine. You know, I like all things winter for the most part. I like the, uh, opportunities to see snow and stuff like that. Um, I don't really love being cold, but I can, you know, that's what we have more and more layers for, right? The big thing for me is that the rest of that story, right? When I drop my girls off, I've got about a 30-minute ride back to my office. And what I typically do is I leave the school parking lot, I turn on some worship music, and I drive to uh, the Blue Ridge Parkway here in Asheville. Um, it's a beautiful drive, very scenic, nice mountain road. It's a, it's a slower drive. It's a slow pace. It's a 35-mile-an-hour speed limit, and not everybody or anybody, honestly, does the 35-mile-an-hour speed limit. In fact, if someone gets behind you, they're going to try to push you to go way faster, and that's a spiritual lesson that you can we can talk about in another episode of not being pressured by the world to do to move uh, quicker than the pace that is supposed to be. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about today, right? We're talking about our rhythms being disrupted. So what do I mean by that? Like I said, typically every day I drive on the parkway, I listen to worship music, I pray. Um, at that time, I further meditate on that scripture of the day. That parkway drive is my time with God. And the reason it works is because I don't really have to worry about what's going on around me so much as I would on the highway. Now, the highway is four to five lanes, depending on where you're at. And there's cars everywhere. People zipping by the, the speed limit is faster. I can, I, I can't, uh, focus as much on hearing from God and hearing what, uh, he's saying to me, you're talking to him. If I'm on the highway versus on the parkway, the parkway is quiet. It's nice. The worst thing that can happen is, you know, somebody pull up behind you and ride your bumper, um, for a while, or, you know, an animal could run across the road, but that hasn't happened to me yet. Uh, but being winter time, uh, the, the parkway has been closed, so I can't drive on the parkway. And I feel like I can't focus on God as much when I'm driving on the highway because it's way more, it's, it's so just dangerous. And let me, as a side note, say that by focus on God, I mean, you know, prayer and listening to the worship music. I don't mean that I'm reading scripture in the car, you know, I know that verse because one of my daughters has read it to me earlier in the day and I just continue to meditate on that. Um, when it, you know, we're keeping it safe. I promise. I promise I'm not reckless, but, um, on the highway, I just can't do that. I can't free up my mind as much as I can on the parkway. And so for a season here, one of my primary methods of connecting with God has been cut off. Uh, it's road closed. There's a literal barricade between me and the place that I have come to best connect with him. And so as we uh, pursue our purpose and as we pursue this full life that God offers, what happens when we can't connect with him in the ways that we're used to? What happens when we can't come to him uh, in, a, in, a, in a way that's comfortable or, or tested to be uh, or proven to be effective for us? You know, for me, I love I just love nature. I love connecting with God through nature. I love it when I, I get to experience his creation in that way. 
And for a season, I don't know how long it's going to be, probably at least a couple more weeks, but I'm not sure. So at least for a season, my interaction with God has to look different. It has to adapt. It has to change. I've got to find new pockets of time where I can connect with him. And I have to continue to stay motivated to do so. And I'll tell you, it is hard. I'm a person that thrives in routine. Now, listen, I don't like to make routines. I don't love um, living in routine. I'm an adventurous spirit. I love switching things up and changing things up. But when I have a steady, proven, practiced routine that is beneficial, man, I, I thrive in that. I do. I really do. And so for months, probably, I was more connected with God in that 20 to 30 minute drive than I felt like I had been in a very long time. And now I'm in a season where that's cut off and I have to figure out another way. I've got to figure out how to connect with him because I want to continue growing. I want to continue being more and more like him. I want to continue uh, hearing from him and continue to allow him to mold my life and shape me for a purpose. And yet I find myself stuck. So what have I done? How do we fix it? Well, first, I want to encourage you to experiment. Experiment. You know, if, you're, if your primary method of connecting with God is this drive in nature, you've got to find another way. Maybe there's another spot. For me, that, that works because it's that time. That's the right time for me to drop off my kids at school. i got to drive to work. I can utilize that time really well. And so for you, if, if you connect with God like I do in, in that way in nature, Maybe there's somewhere else that you can connect. There's a different drive. There's a mountain pass somewhere else or, or a, a forest or um, something like that, wherever you connect, a beach that you can go walk on, um, things like that. Find that same rhythm somewhere else. Uh, one example I can think of is, let's say you are a new mom and you used to uh, have your quiet time um, at Maybe your husband worked and you you, um, went to work later or something like that. I don't know. You had a rhythm for a quiet time at a certain time, right? That's when you connect with God. But now you're a new parent and all of a sudden that is the time that your child needs to eat or that is the time that your child needs uh, some other form of attention or something like that, whether it's feeding or or putting down for a nap or playtime or whatever it is. All of a sudden your rhythm is disrupted and now you have to find another way. Or maybe you recently got a different job and the schedule is different than it used to be. And now you have to find another way. Or maybe you've been connecting with God in a certain way for a long time. Maybe you've connected with him through um, just through prayer and worship. And all of a sudden that feels dry. All of a sudden you feel like you're not connecting with him like you used to. Or maybe you feel like uh, you've, you've heard it before and now it feels rhythm and rote and routine and it's just not working. Experiment. Find another way. If it's been about uh, solitude and prayer, try something different. Try journaling, for example. Uh, for me, I've never been a big journaler, but um, there have been seasons for me where journaling has been a way for me to connect with God. And, and honestly, maybe I'm more of, I'm probably more of a journaler than I think because I love uh, writing blog posts and all of those blog posts are revelations that God has given me as I read his word um, or work through my life and, and pay attention to my stories. God always is speaking through our stories. So maybe try journaling. Uh, maybe there's another way. Maybe uh, 
maybe try something creative, songwriting, uh, painting, um, art in general. Try something like that, you know, dig out a passage of scripture and, and see what art comes to you, you know, through that method. There's so many ways that we can connect with God. And I think often we get into a routine. We are people, we're creatures of habit, whether we want to be or not, we are creatures of habit. And so we get into these routines over and over that, um, we just kind of zero in on and we think it's working and and maybe God's got something different for us. You know, I think in that season of being able to drive on the parkway every day, I learned, um, I learned a type of patience. Okay. I learned a certain type of patience. I learned to decrease my literal speed and be okay with it. I learned to drive 35 miles an hour instead of 60, uh, and be okay. I learned to literally slow down. And I think that in that season, that's what God was teaching me. He was telling me that if I would slow down, I could hear from him more clearly and I'd actually be more effective, uh, with less time and more focus than I would with more time and less focus. Now, all of a sudden I'm in a different situation, right? I'm driving on the highway again. It's frustrating. I don't love it. And God is teaching me a different kind of patience. God taught me before to slow down literally. And now he is teaching me patience for people, uh, in, in high pressure scenarios, right? Like for me, I get so frustrated with other drivers on the road that, um, that don't drive like I would. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes it's pretty bad, but, um, God is teaching me that kind of patience in this season right now. And, uh, sometimes he has to get us out of our little comfort zone and out of our little box so that we can experience the patience or the, or the lesson, the, the life that he has for us. And so I want to encourage you, if whatever way that you've connected with God in the past has been hindered, shut down, cut off, um, I, want to, I want to encourage you with the truth that God has not stopped speaking. God has not stopped pouring into you. God has not stopped um, his presence. He has not cut off his presence from you. He's still right there. He's still right there. He still has so much to say to you. He still has something to offer you in this season. And he's asking you to lean in. He's asking you to find a way forward. He's asking you to get a little closer. And I believe that if you will do that, I believe that if I will do that, if I will understand that um, God is trying to tell me that he is not exclusive to one place, if I will learn that, then I will be able to connect with him so much more frequently and, and in such a more impactful way. <clears throat> because for me in that season, I feel like every day I was hearing kind of one of a few lessons, you know, and for most part, like I said, it taught me to literally slow down was one. And the second thing was that it, it, it also taught me not to be pressured necessarily by the car behind me. Um, if I'm going, if, if the speed limit's 35, let's be honest, I'm not going 35, I'm going about 42. And so if the car behind me is up on me, pushing me to, to, to go faster, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm just, I'm just not sorry. Um, and so I think in that season, God taught me very well, like one, it's okay for me to physically slow down and two, it's okay for me not to fold to the pressure of the world to go faster. Those are the two things that he really, really taught me in that season. And now I think he's saying to me, okay, I have more for you. I've got more for you. And I need you to get outside of this space 
I need you to move beyond where you're comfortable and move into a place where you're uncomfortable so that I can continue to teach you more and more and show you more and more. So, um, again, just experiment with something new, find another way to connect with God, find another way to seek him, you know, find other places to engage with scripture, find other places to engage with worship, uh, try a different genre of worship or change your approach to reading scripture. You know, oftentimes I go to the, uh, to the method of reading the Bible through in a year or something like that. Maybe it's time to do a deep dive on a, on a book on, on Psalms or Proverbs or one of the epistles, maybe in my small group right now, we're studying first Peter and man, the first chapter alone, there's so much there. And when we read, uh, for mileage, if you will, we can miss the little details, the little breadcrumbs that God's given us along the way. So I just want to encourage you today. Um, if you want to pursue your purpose, that means you have to pursue God. And just like with our purpose, when we're, when we're learning the, the skills and characteristics and qualities that we need, when we're, we're building those things and, and building those practices, there's going to come a plateau. You know, there's going to come a plateau in our lives uh, if we keep doing the same things over and over. You think about uh, someone who's working out at the gym, trying to get in shape, trying to get healthy. <clears throat> if you go to the gym and do the same thing every time, you are going to progress, but you're going to hit a point where that progression stops. You're going to hit a point where your body gets used to the things that you're doing and you don't develop as quickly as you were when you started. And that's going to lead to a season of frustration. But the answer there is to change it up, do something new, try something different. It's no different with our spiritual lives. It's no different with pursuing our purpose and who God's called us to be. If we want to keep growing, if we want to keep moving forward, if we want to keep becoming more and more like God, then we have to continue to find new ways to engage with him and find new ways to hear him speak to us. And so as we, uh, as we wrap up this episode and think about a couple of things, one, where are you right now in your spiritual journey? Are you growing? You know, are you, are you, do you feel like God is pouring out his, his word and his presence every time you approach him? Are you in a season of plenty where you show up, um, knowing that God is going to be there, that God is going to speak to you in a powerful way. Are you growing <clears throat> or are you declining? Maybe you got into a season where you felt dry and it's been hard to pursue God. And if you're honest, you've kind of walked away a little bit. You've stepped back, you've shrunk back and uh, you're in a season of spiritual decline. Um, maybe you're there. Or maybe you're in a season of plateau where you're not declining, you're still showing up, you're still uh, pursuing God, but you just don't, you, you just don't feel like you're growing, you're moving forward. Um, that can be a hard place too. That can actually, for me, can be the hardest because often if I'm growing, then things are great. I know I'm moving forward. If I'm declining, I can usually figure out why, and it's usually an easy solution for me. It's like, oh, I'm declining, which means I haven't been pursuing God like I should be, or I'm in decline. That means I haven't been doing my quiet times. I haven't been committing to prayer times. It's typically, <clears throat> typically a me thing that I can identify quickly if I'm in decline. But if I'm in plateau, I, I don't always know why. You know, in, in a season of plateau, oftentimes it's, 
I'm still doing the things. I'm still showing up. I'm still reading my Bible. I'm still praying. I'm still seeking God, but I just feel like I'm not growing. And those times can be incredibly frustrating. Those times can be incredibly hard. But take heart and know that God is in it with you. And he's not abandoned you. He's just asking you to seek him further, you know, to seek him further. Uh, Jeremiah says that when we seek him with all our heart, we will find him. And, and scripture also says that when we seek him, some, somewhere says, when we seek him, he will find us. And that's kind of this different, uh, different mindset, right? Different perspective. If we seek him, he will find us. We go looking for him. He will meet us where we are. We turn our hearts towards Jesus and he will show up. And sometimes turning our hearts towards Jesus looks like slightly altering our course. And so, like I said, I just want to encourage you, if you are in that season of plateau, I know it can be terribly difficult. I know it's hard to wonder if God has something for me. Uh, in seasons of plateau, I often wonder if, um, if I'm broken. And Well, and the answer to that is yes, but thankfully Jesus fixes that brokenness and restores us to, to, to life. But in those seasons, I wonder often, God, are you done with me? Are, are you done? Like molding me, shaping me? Is this it? Is this the end? Not the end of my life. I don't think I'm going to die. Um, but, well, not yet. Eventually I will. <laughs> Everyone will, right? But um, I wonder if God is done using me in those seasons. I wonder if God is done working in my life. I wonder if God is done helping me progress to be the person that he's called me to be. I wonder if God has, um, you know, given up on his purpose for me. And that's hard. It's a hard season to be in. I get it. And I look at scripture and I look at people like Joseph who spent two years in a prison wondering probably the same thing. God, is this it? Is this all you have for me? Um, yeah, I've risen to a, a a place of authority within this prison, but I'm still a prisoner. Um, and that is what those seasons of plateaus can feel like. So if you're there, I want to encourage you one, look at the story of Joseph and make sure you read the details really carefully because, uh, man, it's a long, long time between when Joseph receives this dream and when it comes to fruition. And there were a lot of seasons of plateau in there. There were a lot of seasons where it felt like he was stuck. There were a lot of seasons where it looked like he was stuck. And, and oftentimes when we read this story, we turn a page and we think that it was just that quick that one thing led to another. But man, this guy was in prison for years before God elevated him. He was in prison for a long time wondering what, what this was all about. Like, why give me this dream and then put me here? And the answer was, he put you here so that the dream could come to pass. He put you there because that was part of the plan. And uh, man, these seasons of plateau can be so hard. But if you're going to continue in your purpose, if you're going to continue to find this awesome life, keep seeking God because he's in it. He knows where you're at. He's going to meet you there. And he is going to pull you forward. So as we go about today, I want to encourage you, find another way 
to connect with God, find a new way to connect with God. The great thing is if you are in a season of growth, if you are in a season of plenty, you can keep on trying to find new ways, keep practicing those new ways because a season of plateau will come. And then you've got tools in your tool belt to help you with that. Uh, then you've got other options, you know, things like that. So I want to encourage you, man, keep, keep your relationship with the Lord fresh. Keep your relationship with him growing and evolving and changing as, as you need to. I believe that God is so creative and God wants us to see that creativity and, and he wants us to continue to grow and stretch. And so he is going to continue to grow and stretch us as we continue to seek him. So uh, as we wrap up today, be encouraged. There are so many different ways to connect with God. We can see it throughout scripture, um, different ways that people connected with him, um, different ways that people show up and different ways that he shows up in their lives. And so um, just just continue to pursue him even when it's hard. Um, Mother Teresa is credited with saying that true obedience to God is, and I'm butchering this quote and I'm sorry, but true obedience to God is continuing to do the same thing that he last told you until he tells you to do something different. So if God gave you this clear picture, purpose, and direction and has been seemingly silent, then that means that this purpose and direction that he gave you has not changed. It hasn't changed. If it's going to change, he's going to tell you. He's going to show up and tell you. So keep doing the thing that God has called you to until he calls you to something different. And keep doing it with all your heart as unto the Lord. And keep on pursuing him with everything you've got. That's the trick. That's the key to purpose. That's the key to the John 10, 10 full life that he promises. And that is the key to living an awesome life. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the This Awesome Life podcast. Like I said, there's a collection of stories that point to purpose. And uh, I'm so excited that you join me for today's episode. I want to encourage you, if you are struggling, if you're in that season of plateau, then uh, I'd love to help. I have a resource all about creative ways to connect with God. Now, it is intended to be used with a whole family. It's written that way from the perspective of, of parents trying to help their kids understand fun, exciting, and creative ways to connect with God. But there's something in there for all of us. There, there's 10 ideas in this book of how you can connect with God and um, 10 different ways that you can sort of put scripture, bring scripture and bring um, seeking God into your everyday routines. And within each of those ways, there's three or four different uh, specific ways that you can do that. So 30 to 40 different. Uh, very specific ideas for how you can connect with God in creative ways. You can find all the information for where to get a copy of that resource down in the show notes. Uh, and down there, you'll find my website, you'll find my social media, a uh, way to sign up for my newsletter. If you want more resources on how to pursue God and pursue your purpose, I've got some incredible things there that come out uh, about once a week. And so I'd encourage you to sign up for that. If you love this awesome life podcast, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave us a five-star review. That helps people find this resource and it kind of legitimizes the podcast. So it helps it get out there in front of more people. And I really want to help others live that purposeful life, connect with God in new and powerful ways, and continue to pursue that abundant life filled with joy that Jesus promises when we live in community with him and with the rest of the body of Christ. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And we'll see you next time on This Awesome Life.